What's up? Welcome back to the Becoming Relentless podcast. I am your host, Danielle Kissenberger, a Team Haley coach, and I am with Cecily Wesh, coach. And today, Noah is out, but Ooh. she'll be back next week. <laughs> Don't worry. She just had some other work items she had mm-hmm. to focus on. Grinding. But guess what? Guess what that means, y'all? It's us too. Sesame time! <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I was not ready for that one. That was funny. When you, oh my gosh, we used to do this all the time. Yes. One of my favorite memories of us was last year, I think. I was coming out of prep mm-hmm. and I was getting free meals and we drove to your Jeep, in your Jeep to Froyo and we danced. We parked, we got the Froyo. I think about that. to a church parking yes. lot. Yes. Parked and just sat on the top, blasted music and ate it. Literally every single time I pass that church, which is like almost every, every single day. day, I think about that yeah. moment and how we just were like jamming and having like the time of our lives. Yeah. It was amazing. But I look back because like we were so close already, but... I feel like I was so young there. Like my mind's like just my persona was just like a kid. Yeah. You've transformed a lot in the past. Thank you. Six months to a year. But we both have. Yeah. Like both of our personas. If we can meet, if we can meet five years ago, it'd be insane. But if we can meet whenever, when was that? Like September last year? Yeah. I don't even know. I think it was. Yep. I think so. Like nine months, whatever. Yeah. But there's, what do you think is the biggest reason? Of, for your change the biggest reason for my change man or not even the reason if you don't have any if you have an answer to that let's do it but if you have an answer towards like the biggest impact for your change yeah I think that more more self-awareness is mm-hmm. what has occurred over the past nine months I definitely allowed myself to explore myself a little bit more within the past nine months really stepped out of my comfort zone and delve into like new things, new items, new hobbies, new forms of outlets and creativity. And that is what I believe has caused the most change for me was kind of allowing myself to step outside the box. I had created this box of my life where I had to be I was a bodybuilder, a bodybuilding coach. That was all it could be. There was nothing else. Mm-hmm. And so within the past nine months, I think that perspective changed and I allowed myself to explore a little bit more, which mm-hmm. created more self-awareness about what I want, what I need, where I'm going, and what fills my cup. Yeah, And that's what's created a very large impact for me. Also the people around me, we have some new people in our lives like Jill and Juliana. Mm -hmm. And I think that their addition to the friend group has been a big change and impact on me as well. I can agree definitely that they have impacted you a lot. Yeah. But it's just, it's just cool to see on a side note, like obviously I moved out. Mm -hmm. And so since I moved out, We've hung out once or twice a week, Mm -hmm. but when we come back together, we get to tell us our stories and like, I get to see you transform week to week Mm -hmm. into a different person, just new, new things. And I think it's really cool, even in relationships to separate time, like having that space from each other. I agree. It excites you to come back to each other and be like, guess what I learned? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you? What do you feel like has been the biggest change or impact on you? environment yeah environment for sure 
I would say a big one would be having more alone time, but then I definitely took steps back from that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back into pushing myself to have alone time. Doing, same with you, exploring new interests or things mm-hmm. that I know I like, but don't explore enough or want to, but don't don't prioritize my time towards it. Yeah. So now that I am aware of having alone time is very beneficial for me in this moment of my life and how much I enjoy it. I schedule my day to, or my week to a point where I have time in my day or my week, multiple times in my week Mm -hmm. where it's just me. And I don't have to do this one thing. I have a list. um, I usually do it on Sundays. I make a list of interests or self dates that I want to do like paddleboarding was one of them I saw that yeah. it was so I fun that, that you my, went and did that yeah and it was awesome because I did it at 8 a.m mm-hmm. and that was my I just I knew in that moment I woke up and I was I was going I was walking to a coffee shop it to work and it was it was Sunday so like usually I take Sundays off mm-hmm. and I just wasn't in the best mindset for being productive towards work. Mm-hmm. And I knew I needed to do an outlet for personal growth in that yeah. moment. So I was like, I'm going to go paddleboarding. Um, I love it. But I'll make a list on Sundays of interest. Mm-hmm. Their shopping is one of them. On the same day, I went there shopping. Yes. And it was so fun. And I don't, I set times throughout my week for alone time, but I don't have a set interest or hobby that I'm doing in mm-hmm. that time. It's whatever I want to do in that time. So yeah. if that means I want to sit and read for two hours, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be something that I'm like, I have to go through this for mm-hmm. myself. It's just alone time. So whatever I feel, I know that I used to put a lot of pressure on, I have to do this in my week. Yeah, I have to shuffle yeah. for my creative creative side. And now it's more so it doesn't matter. What does D want in this moment? Mm-hmm. And so I've asked myself that question a lot throughout these past months or month and a half. And it's helped me not only choose what I want, but also make opinions for myself mm-hmm. and have a mindset of my own and have my own thoughts and settle with them and sit with them and just have more alignment within who I am. Yeah. It's kind of like taking more of a, an intuitive approach, mm-hmm. basically, where I think a lot of us, you can kind of correlate it to to bodybuilding in, a, in an aspect where IE days, intuitive eating days can be extremely beneficial for someone's growth with their mindset around food. And and I think a lot of people think that it's all about scheduling perfection, routine. And yes, all those things are extremely important. Having a routine is very mm-hmm. beneficial, but it doesn't have to be structured to the point of, I have to do this at this point, especially when it's something for self-development or creativity mm-hmm. flowing. More so taking that approach of being intuitive with yourself and what you need in that moment. But scheduling that time so that you can have that is what's important. I agree. A lot of, like you said, with bodybuilding, even with work, people Mm -hmm. busy their day up Mm -hmm. and they don't allow themselves to have mental clarity by not having alone time, Mm -hmm. which everyone needs a different amount of alone time yes like personally i think i i take more than you throughout the week but like exam for example justin doesn't have much alone time yeah but he doesn't need a lot of alone time to feel Mm -hmm. his best Mm -hmm. i need more yeah but it's also the the stage i'm at in my journey yeah and i think that it also has to do with 
your age a little bit. Definitely. Just because <laughs> I think that for me and Justin, we've been able to find ways to separate ourselves when we are around other people where we can still technically have alone time mm-hmm. in a sense. But we're still by other people. No, I, I understand. Do, does that you make and sense? Jay are very alike in that persona <laughs> or that way, which is like, there's a lot of reasons, you know, why why, would, we're, why we're all like in this yeah. group. Yes. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Um, I also, it is for sure an uh, age thing. Mm-hmm. I know part of the alone time for me, why it's so strong for my, um, what would you say, building confidence or just alignment is because with my age, I haven't been able to really make an opinion on everything mm-hmm. because I'm still experiencing so much. I'm still transforming yes. into a woman, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> but the alone time allows me to make opinions on things and not just mm-hmm. listen to everyone around me who already have foundations and yes. opinions. Yes. You get to formulate your mm-hmm. own views on the world now, yeah. which is super exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> yes. But I will say that even for me right now, even though I can separate myself, I know that I should probably prioritize more alone time. You know what I started doing? Hmm. Do you journal? I don't. And I'm so sorry to all my athletes that I tell you to journal and I don't journal myself. I think it's an, a, a great tool. Hmm. I personally, writing is something that I don't enjoy and I struggle with like when I go even if I'm just trying to write down my thoughts it I will stop I like I will have intense writer's block even if I'm just trying to journal to myself I've done it in the past I will just sit there and I'll be like what am I trying to like my brain will turn off and so what I almost do is I this is gonna sound weird I kind of talk to myself instead not weird not weird at all because <laughs> For me, speaking out loud and verbalizing things is what's, mm-hmm. that's how my brain works. I'm not a, what's that learning style? Man, there's auditory. I'm an auditory learner or a visual learner, but I guess it's not tactile either. But there's one mm-hmm. where you're writing. I know what you're talking about. That's not me. Yeah. I understand. For a while there, I, I well, I still do the talking to myself at times yeah. if I don't have a pen and paper around me mm-hmm. or like my journal. I don't want to just write on a random paper. Yes. <laughs> but two days ago I started doing it because Justin talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. And one of our mutual friends has done it for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to the park and I'm just going to write my thoughts. And I don't have to write exactly how I'm feeling in this moment. I was just looking around and I love people watching. I love looking at people. And I was writing how I felt and what was going on around me. I love that. And that like, it just grounds you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something else that has lowered my anxiety a ton besides Mm -hmm. moving in alone time was, is just being grounded in the present moment. So along with that is listening to like sounds Mm -hmm. or watching this this is my sound a little weird. I watch birds fly. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just sit there and I'll listen to them. I'll just because there's sounds all around you. Yes, there's cars going by. There's people talking. If you can just look at a single thing, like a bird, you can hear their sound and focus on mm-hmm. how they're moving. You are grounded in that moment because you're focusing on like those two. Um, what do you call that? Senses. Yes, and 
I love that you brought that up, especially because it can also apply to training. I think it's probably helping you a lot with your focus Mm -hmm. and being more grounded and present within the moment. Because I know that for you and a lot of other people, we all have some form of ADD where focus is really hard. Mm -hmm. And I know that generally like we can dial in on a set if we need to, but I have a feeling that this has probably helped you even more in your training because you've found how to tune into your senses, Mm -hmm. ground yourself in the moment, be present and apply that into now all aspects of your life. You're very right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I haven't correlated the two and put them together as deeply as I just did because of Mm -hmm. you. And it makes a lot of sense because if you practice focusing on something mm-hmm. or you practice anything, you're going to get better. Yeah. I didn't practice my focus. Mm-hmm. I just believed I just can't focus. So I can't mm-hmm. read. It's hard. I'm dyslexic. All this. Yeah. You just throw labels on yourself mm-hmm. and you end up believing that you can't do something mm-hmm. or it's too big of a challenge for you. Mm-hmm. In reality, you just haven't practiced it enough and you haven't changed your belief around it. So by practicing your focus or practicing your eyesight or whatever, mm-hmm. Your eyesight's going to grow. Your focus is going to grow. Your mindset's going to grow. All of it. Yeah. So, yes, it has helped me within training. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, like I said a couple podcasts ago, my love for training has definitely grown. Mm-hmm. And I came to a conclusion this week. And I told Noah about it yesterday. So referring to bodybuilding, obviously last year was a flop. Yes. <laughs> situation. Uh, I know in that moment, ever since then, I've had like, not enough belief in myself mm-hmm. to give myself as much credit, I would say, mm-hmm. in pushing hard mm-hmm. in terms of my self-belief within bodybuilding because I went from good to that. Yeah. And then it kind of got lost in life. Mm-hmm. I've realized that my self-belief within pursuing my goals aren't isn't as high as high as I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's something else I'm working on. Yeah. Because I know I can achieve things. Mm -hmm. It's knowing that you can achieve them right now and believing it and act upon it. Yes. Not saying until I am like this, Mm -hmm. can I do this? Yeah. No, just do it now. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people, even including myself, need to hear that. Mm -hmm. I believe there's a lot more areas that I say that than I recognize. Yes. When I'm here, I'll do this. Yes. But I think that's along with the interest part of just exploring things. I agree. Exploring yourself. And I'm definitely guilty of that as well. And even how you talk about when you went hyper, I went hyper too. We went hyper together, guys. It was super cute. It was not fun. (laughs) Lives on the couch, disintegrating. (laughs) (laughs) Not fun. But... I also, that was a very pivotal moment where it did kind of knock, it knocked us down for a mm-hmm. while. It definitely messed with our heads more than I think we would like to yeah. admit. <laughs> for sure. It definitely messed with our heads then, yes. but I can see thoughts, not even thoughts, just a feeling of, in reality, this is how I feel. Man, I sucked. I sucked on that. Like that mm-hmm. was that sucked on show day. Like yeah. I s- literally looked horrendous. Mm-hmm. I still feel that same feeling. Like you're yeah. not. You're not enough. Yeah. Within my bodybuilding. So before, like two years ago, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm really good." And mm-hmm. then I went from "You're not enough," and I'm still there because I haven't. I haven't 
felt the feeling of, oh, you're good again. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm working that that part within the hyper is what I'm working yeah. on. And I and I like that you brought that up. Do you feel like you're going to resolve that? Are you working on resolving that feeling mm-hmm. through what you're doing now rather than chasing the end goal? Mm-hmm. Is the end goal what you feel like is going to solve that? Like getting on stage, is that what is going to resolve that for you? Or are you finding it within yourself to believe in yourself more mm-hmm. by the actions that you're putting in daily? Actions, because the goal is going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a reality. Like, I'm going to go pro yep. no matter what in my lifetime. Yeah. I don't love the sport. I don't love bodybuilding to go pro. I love the sport I train every day because I love training in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's something that I I couldn't say before, like two years ago when I was mm-hmm. good, I couldn't say that I trained because I loved bodybuilding. I trained mm-hmm. because I wanted to go pro. Yeah. So I'm glad that I'm in this phase and I went through the, the bottom or the like hardship. the hard stuff of like being sucky mm-hmm. because I learned you can't just love going pro and and the goal. You have to love your everyday and you have to love going to the gym and you have to love not wanting to train, but mm-hmm. showing up for yourself and leaving the gym being like, I did it and I'm happy and I pushed through, mm-hmm. but also loving how you feel when you're going through the challenge of building yourself up and building mm-hmm. that mindset up again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad that that, yeah. I'm glad that that was your answer. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people feel like they wouldn't be satisfied until like that feeling wouldn't go away until the goal was reached. Yeah. And I know that once the goal is reached, the feeling will probably come back. I would say subside, subside. but it also Which is going feeling? to come back a little bit in a way because once you turn pro, it's like you're up here and now mm-hmm. now you're now you got to work your way back up through the mm-hmm. ranks. I will say I think the feeling will come back a little bit only because when you're in prep, you have your blinders on so much mm-hmm. that but on the other side of it, like as much as um, I am a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. I also know who I am outside of bodybuilding. And I used to be scared of that feeling of having a life, not outside. even a life, just a persona persona besides bodybuilding. I used mm-hmm. to be scared that I wouldn't be able to give as much effort, but I, I believe that it's taught me that I, ha- I have lo- more love for bodybuilding than I mm-hmm. thought because I've allowed myself to have a person outside of it, mm-hmm. I know that my love for bodybuilding is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's good. It was um very exciting. Another thing that two months ago, same kind of issue. Mm-hmm. Throughout my alone time, I'm trying to push my feminine side, fem- mm-hmm. femininity, bodybuilding and just training in general and that outlet, fitness in general is a very masculine energy mm-hmm. because of the discipline mm-hmm. and it's a great outlet. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be, um, I didn't want my masculine to grow so much that my feminine drops again, because yeah. I've been there and it's not a very good place. Mm-hmm. I was scared that that was going to happen again, mm-hmm. but I've realized through my growth, through my alone time, I can have masculine while still building my feminine up and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this up and down of each. It can be a level of both are growing. Yes, I agree. And I think that even if you, view it and frame it a certain way that you can also make training something very feminine Mm -hmm. as well. If you're 
tapping in and tuning in with your with yourself and your body. Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's my thoughts. No, I agree. like training does make me feel very feminine at mm-hmm. times. When you're in the actual set, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, that's super cool. It makes me just feel very powerful. Yeah, that and I to me. Femininity is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that everyone has a different view of what they feel is feminine, what's not. Mm-hmm. And that's up to their interpretation. But to me, my femininity is extremely powerful. It's very confident, like confidence, powerfulness. Mm-hmm. And man, what is the other word? I can't remember. There's another word I like to use. But those are... That's that's what makes me feel feminine is when I feel confident and when I feel powerful. It does make you feel independent too. Yes, and independent as well. I agree. I be, because I train the outcome is very feminine mm-hmm. energy or yes, building up that. But in the set, I'm very masculine energy. Mm-hmm. But that's just because of the way my brain. Like we could be different and still. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. I. Again, with the age thing, that's something, the feminine energy, I think, mm-hmm. is something that is caused by the age being a little yeah. bit younger. Yes. <laughs> but within your bodybuilding journey, though, over the past six months, do you feel like it's a, lot, a lot has changed for you? Oh, man. And your mindset towards it or anything? So if I'm going to be 100% honest, bodybuilding has kind of taken a step back for me. Mm-hmm. It, I love it. And I'm still going to the gym. I'm still training. I'm still training hard, but it hasn't been at the forefront. And I've been focused on so many other things that I feel like I have kind of let training or not training, but bodybuilding slip. But my love for it is still there and it's making me want it more again and appreciate what it has provided within the past six weeks. I would say I've been back on my shit eating again honestly for me it's always eating is what's hard for bodybuilding the training I love that easy so I would say in the last six months there's been a shift where I've been more focused on my business and growing outside of bodybuilding but I'm ready to dive back in Mm -hmm. but something that's really cool is because I've been training hard I'm still making progressions that's really awesome. There is also a new fire that's been lit because I took some time off. And I do think that sometimes we burn out and it's okay. It's just how you get back to it. And I and I think back to a year ago when we went hyper and I look at where I was then to where I am now. And that makes me really excited for going all in again mm-hmm. because I went all in for like six months after hyper when we switched to wellness and then I got sick again <laughs> and then I died. Oh my God. <laughs> you came back to life. And then I came back to life, but then my focus was shifted. So I'm definitely ready to take a new step forward towards bodybuilding, but I will say and admit that I have not, I've been far from perfect in the past six months, but it's almost made me love and want to be more involved again. Mm-hmm. I think that the hyper, everything that we went through is mm-hmm. very similar to anyone who's going through an injury yes. and has to take time off. Yeah. And 
you have all these setbacks and mm -hmm. then your biggest enemy is your mind. Yes. Because it's it, we when you first get into fitness too, you make all this progress in like mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. You can still make that much progress coming back from an injury or going hyper or mm -hmm. anything like that. If you give your body time mm -hmm. and you give yourself effort, mm -hmm. you're almost a newbie with a lot, a huge toolbox yes. because you've been doing it for so long. Yes. So even though it's discouraging and you have setbacks, you're not as far back as you might think you are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You progress won't, isn't necessarily lost. There's time that has been lost, mm -hmm. but hopefully use that time wisely to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. It, it, there's just like with, with you, you've yeah. focused on business. Mm -hmm. You've focused, your, you've built yourself in other areas, mm -hmm. which do push you further in bodybuilding. Yeah. I feel like that was very much needed because my life had been bodybuilding for so long that I'd lost myself in it a little bit. So I needed, I needed that step back to reground myself within it. I have a hard question. Yes. It may not be hard, honestly. My question is, do you feel like since you haven't been on stage in so long, not since you haven't been on stage in so long, bodybuilding has been harder to love or do? I would say not necessarily because I haven't been on stage in so long, but more so because of all the things that have happened that have made it so that I'm not on stage. That makes a lot of sense. That that has made it harder to love because it feels like every single time <laughs> I get to a really good point, I also self-sabotage myself. I'll take responsibility, but something also happens. Like I either get extremely sick, I go hyper, I have issues. <laughs> My body breaks down you and do says, have a bad no, system. I have a horrible immune system. And every single time I get to this place where it's like, oh, yeah, we're fucking grinding. My body goes, huh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and but but I think that I have learned through that and it has made bodybuilding harder to love. There have definitely been points where I have been questioning well, should I not even do this? Is it even worth it? Should I even try to compete? Because it seems like every single time I get to a certain point, my body just can't handle it anymore. But I think that it's more so it hasn't been my body. It's been my mind. Oh, that's I've, I've done a lot of self-reflection on this recently, actually, as I've taken time away. Like this has been a big something that I've been working through and thinking a lot about because I've been thinking about the future and what I want to do. And I'm like, I'm feeling ready again, but I knew that I needed to work through everything that has happened in the past to make sure that what has happened won't happen again. And my biggest flaw has been every single time I get sick, well, yeah, I get back on it eventually and I get back into protocols and I train again and I build my strength back up. I allow that. I hold on to it. And I allow it to hold me back more so mentally than anything. I almost self-sabotage myself and have self-sabotage myself. When I get sick, I'm like, okay, don't eat, don't do anything. Just lay in your bed and cry. <laughs> well, I don't cry, but I just sit there. I would cry, sad. but you're not emotional. <laughs> I just sit there in my feelings and kind of allow myself to break myself down. And I did get sick recently again, 
But that was the first time when I didn't let myself fall into the hole. I made sure I ate what I could. I supplemented myself. I got out and started doing walks to make myself feel better. And I didn't allow myself to slip into that mental hole that I have allowed myself to fall into in the past when I've gotten sick. And I think that was a really big breakthrough for me that it's been my mental holding me back when I get sick or when extracurricular items happen that when my body is breaking down and stressed out, I feed it. I've allowed myself to feed into that, even though it's more so been subconscious because actively in the moment, I think I'm doing okay. And I'm like, I'm feeling better. I'm back on it. But really mentally, I've allowed it to hold me back way more than I ever should. And I've given it way more power than I should have. So having that breakthrough, having that realization of I was falling into a victim mindset, even though outwardly I wasn't and I wasn't expressing that to others inside my own brain and in my subconscious, I was allowing myself to fall into that pattern over and over again, which that's has made growth. it really hard to love bodybuilding. But I realized that that's because of my mental perspective around it. I love that. Yeah, That's huge. And I do feel like for a fact, we put a lot of pressure on our progress with mm-hmm. bodybuilding mm-hmm. because of who we are, how much we love it, how much we love coaching, how much mm-hmm. we want to be leaders for our people. Yeah that some new listeners might be on the perspective of why does it matter? Just go train. Yeah. But, and it, it is like that. Why it, does it matter? Yeah. Just go train. Just go train. <laughs> go have you fun. Have, yeah. <laughs> but when, if, if you look at bodybuilding as a relationship mm-hmm. and your boyfriend and y'all are going through ups and downs, mm-hmm. you still have to, to show up in love and practice mm-hmm. and work through things. Mm-hmm. And if you hold on to past items, resentment. past feelings, resentment is just going to build and build and you're going to be more likely to self-sabotage yourself. I'm proud of you. That was huge. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So anyone else that feels like that, do some self-reflection on it. I highly recommend it. One thing with the self-reflection is you have to be willing to be open and honest. Mm-hmm. a lot of times you want to do self-reflection because you know, it's going to fix you. You know what, you know, you're in a victim's mm-hmm. mindset, but you don't want to be willing to accept it yet. Yeah. And if you're in that place, give yourself time, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to accept it eventually. Yeah. We've all been there yes. with the victim and some yes. capacity. Yes. Most and definitely. It's easy to fall in that hole. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're talking. So with the self-reflection and with showing up for yourself, like mm-hmm. obviously you've showed up for yourself by, Reflecting on your victim's mindset and making mm-hmm. sure you don't go back into that hole. Mm-hmm. Vastly different. Yes. In terms of depth, like that's deep. Mm-hmm. I've done a little self-reflection, not as deep, but more so with protocols and cardio and getting up and just like mm-hmm. this morning. I, I made a post on this because I, I sat on my kitchen floor and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm tired. It's, I could sleep a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm I just have to be at the podcast at 10. I could sleep. Yes. And I was, I sat there and I was like, okay, you can sleep. Yes, I'll feel good in the moment. Mm -hmm. Or you can, if I do sleep, I know when I wake up, I'm going to be disappointed in myself. I'm Mm -hmm. going to be in a mood all day. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't want to be in a mood. Mm-hmm. I want to be proud of myself. I want to take step forward. Mm-hmm. If I if I sleep in, this stays a step back mm-hmm. mentally. That's how my brain works. Yeah. I take a step back. Tomorrow has to be a working day to get myself back into a good mental spot, which mm-hmm. means Friday would be the second day from today. Today's Wednesday. Friday would be the first day I feel good mm-hmm. mentally about myself. Yes. I just wasted so much time mm-hmm. working on myself to get mm-hmm. to this point where I feel really good. Mm-hmm. If I get up, show up for myself right now, don't press the snooze button, mm-hmm. start my day, even though I really don't want to do it, but at the end of the day, like I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. I will set myself up for success to feel good every single day from this point. Yeah. The same goes with like eating people mm-hmm. who binge eat, not even binge eat. That's a touchy topic. People who don't follow protocol. Yes. You can choose to do what feels good now, mm-hmm. have a day or two to set yourself back up mm-hmm. and do like internal work. So, which is a process because mm-hmm. if you don't hit the plan today mm-hmm. or right now, you have to do mental work to get yourself out of that hole again. Mm-hmm. That takes time. That mm-hmm. takes effort. That honestly takes a lot of mental draining. Yes. And let, if you show up for yourself in this moment, choose mm-hmm. to follow the plan, mm-hmm. you don't have to dig yourself out of a hole. Mm-hmm. The perspectives of life or just decisions or different things are so big. And I I believe it's good to have an open mind and different perspectives of how you want to feel and how you view things Mm -hmm. in an hour based off your decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want instant gratification Mm -hmm. or long-term gratification? You have to choose that in the moment. Mm -hmm. Don't let instant gratification win all the time. It'll eat you alive. It will. You have to dig yourself out of holes too many times. So that mm-hmm. was my issue. I had to dig myself out of a hole every week mm-hmm. in some in some capacity, in some way, in some manner, based off any decision that wasn't a decision that would respect what I really wanted or mm-hmm. respect myself in the way that I wanted to respect myself. Because mm-hmm. every time, there's this quote, I've already shared it. Every time you say yes to something you really don't, really don't want to do, the instant gratification, mm-hmm. you're saying no to your self-respect and no to like you moving forward, something like that. To your future self, yeah. basically, and who you want to yeah. become. And I used to put a lot of pressure on myself with that thing, choosing the actions of who my future self would choose, mm-hmm. which I think is a great mindset. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it more of, what do I really want to do? Mm-hmm. I really don't want to self-sabotage. I really don't want to dig out my, myself mm-hmm. out of a hole. I really don't want to feel bad when I wake up. And I think a lot of people, because I had this mindset when I used to choose like eating off plan or whatnot, Mm -hmm. I would think, well, it's not that big of a, like, it's not that big Mm -hmm. of eating off plan or an off season or whatever. It's not that big of like a dent. It's, you're not going to see it in my Mm check-in. You're not going to see it within my progress. Mm -hmm. It's the mental side of things. It is. It's so much more mental than it is. It's the mental. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You may not be up on the scale weight at all. Mm Mm-hmm. But mentally, you know, you chose to go off plan. You know, you chose to self to choose to not respect yourself, your goals. Mm -hmm. And that will eat you alive for a week. Yeah. In my opinion, like that eats me alive for a week. Yeah. Definitely. People hold on to that. Yeah. And that that action, which affects your mindset, is the reason why people don't achieve goals that are higher than themselves or Mm -hmm. believe they can't achieve a goal higher than themselves or Mm -hmm. put limitations or don't choose to challenge themselves when they wake up, things like that. So I think for me personally, I am trying to choose what's hard in the moment. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. (laughs) 
It mostly pertains to my mornings. Yes. I think that that's when, honestly, you set your pace for the day. Mm -hmm. In the morning is when you are deciding who you're going to be on that for that day. You said this the other day or a few weeks ago. You started doing your morning routine Mm -hmm. and you feel like a different person. Yes, literally. It's very true. I recognize for myself and you'll agree depending on how I choose my morning, not how my morning lays out. If, if my dog, which I don't have a dog. So if a dog pees on my bed, yes, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That's happened to me before. Yeah. <laughs> or like something happens. Yeah. Something that's not in my plan. That's not fortunate for me happens in my morning. Mm-hmm. I can ch- still choose based off my actions. If my actions yes. were purposeful for me prospering forward, my morning is still good. Yes. If you choose actions that are not serving you, your morning, your mood will not be the same. No, it will not. Your liter- it's your persona. It's insane how that works. Mm-hmm. It's really insane. Yeah. Like you do get to choose the day that you have. And I think that by setting yourself up for success, not snoozing, waking up, going and starting and getting after your day, if you already have those actions and you've already taken those steps forward in the beginning part of your day, Let's say something kind of messed up happens, something that's out of the norm, something out of your routine. Well, if you already have the structure in place and you've already accomplished X amount of things, you're going to, when you see that challenge arise in your morning or through your day, you are going to have that much, that much more confidence to attack it because you've already accomplished mm-hmm. and had wins on the day. I agree. When if, let's say, you snooze, you didn't fall into your routine, you didn't show up for yourself in those moments in the morning, you're more likely when those hard challenges arise to back down Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to be like, well, today is just a shitty day. Not going to do it. Yes. And you're going to have a much more emotional response rather than attacking it with confidence. Yes. I remember a few months ago when I was going through my lowest point of this year Mm -hmm. I didn't have a structure for alone time yet but Mm -hmm. I knew I needed it so when I finally got my alone time I didn't know what to do yeah I didn't know where to go what to interest I didn't I would sit there and I would ponder should I stay here and do xyz clean Mm -hmm. should I go on a walk should I paddleboard should I Mm -hmm. do something alone like should I go eat by myself I would have all these should I's and they all are right. And yeah. then I didn't know what I didn't you know can, what to choose. And I would literally do anything. Crazy. And I would just sit there and my night would be that I did nothing. Yeah. And sat that, there thinking about what you could do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then that point, I would later later in the week, I would go back to my alone time in that week. And I'd be like, what did I do? I did nothing. I didn't help myself at all. Mm-hmm. That was a way of not showing up for myself. Mm-hmm. And now that I set things that I want to do, don't have to do, just Mm -hmm. an option. It doesn't matter what I do in that moment. I just have to get out of the house. I have to do something that I want to do in that moment. It doesn't matter. I having less pressure on yourself, but more of what do you want to do now? Rather than what should I do? Yes. You should do anything you want. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's no right or wrong answer. Yes. And I was listening to a podcast on, no, I was reading a book. It's how to heal your life. And I'm still mm-hmm. in it. One of the paragraphs talks about 
she basically interviews clients and for life things mm-hmm. pushing basically what we're talking about right now sharing mm-hmm. for yourself one of the clients that she interviews always talked about what she should do mm-hmm. louise is the author said get rid of the word should you don't have you shouldn't shoot do anything that it's always what you could do yeah that's something i like that but what i do within my verbiage is i try not to do use the word need mm-hmm. i need to go work i need to bodybuild i need to train mm-hmm. i want to i yes. want to work i need so the more things that i say i want to do my mm-hmm. persona my perspective has changed a lot with cardio because morning cardio used to be something I did not like for mm-hmm. prep. Like I, if you ask me what's my least favorite thing about prep cardio. Yeah. I use, I need to do, need to do cardio. That was like my mindset. Now it's, I want to do cardio because I want to achieve my goal. Cause mm-hmm. I want to feel accomplished in the morning mm-hmm. because I like having that alone time in the day mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. My perspective has changed on this aspect. So now it's not something that I don't look forward to. I look mm-hmm. forward to it because yes. I want to do it. Yeah. Not because I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy how malleable our minds are mm-hmm. by how if we just change the ver- verbiage of what we say, that it can shift how we literally feel about something. Mm-hmm. Not just how we think about something, but our emotional response to I agree. it. It's wild how that works. I agree. Man, Thinking about it now, because when we got back from Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. not a great time. (laughs) And I remember, obviously, Justin and I had a talk and I wanted to teach him things. I wanted to teach myself things, but I felt like I needed to do that. And Mm -hmm. I had to prove myself. and I had to do things and I had Mm -hmm. to be the person that I know I could be. And I needed to be that now. Mm -hmm. And I put so much pressure that I would would learn things and not even know what I learned. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't in the moment actually grasping things because I didn't want to do it. I felt like I needed to. So now that I want to do things, I feel like not only are we better coaches when you want to do, when you want to learn more, Mm -hmm. but you grasp information. You actually conversate with people you meet that are new and Mm -hmm. know their name, leave with their Mm -hmm. name, leave with who they are. You're in the moment. You're there to live. The more you can enjoy life, the more you're going to hold on to, Mm -hmm. the more you can be present in the moment the more you're going to grasp and take away from that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's a really great perspective. I like that a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Keep your mind open for different perspectives. Yes, always. It's not always this one-way thing. Mm-mm. No, and I th- I hope that, I feel like we communicate that very mm-hmm. openly on this podcast where this is our view you're welcome to have another view, mm-hmm. but we're just sharing what we feel works for us. What works for us isn't going to work for everyone else. What works for Danielle doesn't work for me sometimes. What works yes. for me doesn't work for her. We're all so different. It takes a lot of self-exploration, a lot of diving deeper, feeling more in tune with yourself. And those are kind of non-negotiables for me. I think regardless of who you are, those items are really important mm-hmm. to explore and build yourself up. But your path and the route and the actions that you have to take may be different than us. I agree. On the non-negotiables, very good word. Mm-hmm. It spiked a thought that I had earlier this week. I didn't have a set non-negotiable list. Mm-hmm. And I knew that wasn't necessarily holding me back, but it wasn't pushing me forward. Mm-hmm. I believe it's important, and this is just my opinion, like Smith yes. says, that is that everyone should have a list of non-negotiables. Mm-hmm of things they want to do 
for themselves through their week, through their day. Mm-hmm. And on these non-negotiables, you don't, it's not a decision. Mm-hmm. For example, for another way to look at cardio for people, if you put hitting your morning cardio for prep as a non-negotiable, which it should be, it could be, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit there and ponder, should I do it? Should I not? Should I sleep in? Should I? Exactly. You just get up and do you it. You just do it. It's like it's, brushing your teeth. You don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. it it's it's a part of your day. Exactly. Yeah. So you set your non-negotiables to things that you know are causing you stress, mm-hmm. that you sh- want to do mm-hmm. for your goals. Mm-hmm. And you don't ponder over if you should do them or not because you're just going to do them. Mm-hmm. And that saves you so much energy for things that you want to give energy to throughout your, the rest of your day. Exactly. Yeah. You have a battery tank here. Yes. Choose where the battery goes. Choose wisely. Which path do you want to drive? Where do you want to stop on your drive? Yeah. All about what you want and need. Well, not need necessarily. But what you need, Mm -hmm. in a sense. What you You don't need to. to, You don't need to do anything. But what do you need for yourself? Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a better way. way Yeah. You deserve to feel... Show up for yourself. You deserve mm-hmm. to feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. Fulfillment. Exactly. Live Any a more fulfilled, happy life. Perspectives too. Mm-hmm. Those perspectives, holding different perspectives is on my non-negotiable list. Mm-hmm. That's just something that I enjoy doing. Yes. Me too. You know I love to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate. Yeah. You're good at it too. <laughs> I like when I watch you, mostly with Justin. Yeah. Because he has his one viewpoint. Uh-huh. Not always. He has a yes. viewpoint that he talks and sometimes you're like, Eh. And you come around with your other opinion. Yeah. And so I sit there like, oh, yes. So that's something else that I'm working on is mm-hmm. it's okay to have a different opinion, but what is that opinion kind of mm-hmm. thing? Kind of developing that so that you feel confident enough to speak about it. Because mm-hmm. something, so I, this is going to be so cool to watch you transform. Oh, wow. Through because right now you're in the stage of developing your own opinion and your own thought process and perspectives, Right. And I went through that, but I remember through that point, now that I'm thinking about it, that I really struggled to then speak about my different perspective or if I didn't agree with someone. And so what's going to be really cool seeing you as you're growing your perspectives is voicing them. And something that I'm going to tell you right now is even though you might not have a set opinion or feeling or perspective, in a conversation, still still express it. Even if you aren't completely certain, just approaching it and having a deeper conversation is just going to build your perspective around something more. So if you don't agree with something, don't ever be scared to speak your mind on it and express it, even if you aren't 100% sure on it, because that's just give, going to give you that much more of an opportunity to expand on that topic. I you made me even more excited. Thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. I'm very excited and I will do that. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. You're welcome. My little challenge. Yes. Start and you telling me when me. you don't agree, Danielle. Disagree with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll think of some things. Okay. But when you end this podcast or leave this podcast, leave mm-hmm. yourself with a challenge of mm-hmm. showing up for yourself in a different way. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like, whether that means you're not going to eat more chips after work or you're going to wake up to your cardio or you're going to set a non-negotiable list. I think I really like the Mm non-negotiable list. I I think that you guys should all would really benefit from implementing that. And if you do it, yeah, 
You don't have to send us a pic. Yeah. Post it on your story. You don't have to, you can scratch out like with the Instagram, mm-hmm. like draw yeah. your non-negotiable list if you want to, mm-hmm. but send us a pic and tag us mm-hmm. in the podcast. We'd love to see what yours are because I think that it could be very different from what our non-negotiables are and it could open our mind to setting yes. some new non-negotiables. And other people on our on our feed. Exactly. Yeah. We support you. Yes. We're excited to see y'all grow and learn. And it's really cool to get to share so that you guys can see our growth and how we're changing and constantly mm-hmm. developing. We are not up here on a pedestal, people. No. I we're just humans. Want to, we're humans. Everyone's a human and we're all going through life together. So I think that just sharing our journey, sharing our experiences, hopefully it can help you develop more. But I'm excited to have you guys along for the ride as we continue to develop because mm-hmm. I think we're at one of the most pivotal moments in our lives here so right far, now. Yeah. So far. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. But we're here to teach you what we learned. So thank you for tagging along. Yes. We love you. All loves. Be relentless. I hope y'all really enjoyed the podcast today, leaving it feeling more relentless than ever. But we have a few things that we would love to ask of you. So I'm going to give this over to Noah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could, I know that this is your new favorite podcast. Mm -hmm. Please leave a five-star rating and review. Leave any comments and questions below. And make sure that you're sharing across social media so that all of your friends get to listen to the greatest podcast on earth. And if you have any questions about any topics that we talk about or anything at all, fitness, competing related, anything, we comment. We'll hit you back up um, Instagram or in the podcast under if the comment box is there, then we will definitely answer your questions and help you out as best as we can. Absolutely. So leave those five-star reviews. Let us know. And we'll talk to you all again soon. Have a relentless day. Bye. Bye.